0: Welcome to the It Starts With You podcast. This is all about teaching, motivating, and inspiring you to go after the thing you want, to intentionally pursue the career and the life that you desire, and knowing that at the core of it all, it starts with you. You getting out of your own way, making the choice to do it, and relentlessly and authentically pursuing it. I'm your host, Julie Menden, an entrepreneur, high-performance coach, speaker, and the person in your corner helping you to realize that you are capable of whatever it is you choose. With solo and guest episodes, we are going to dive into action so that you can show up with confidence as the leader in your life to achieve your goals and to make this life matter. It all starts with you. Let's dive in. Hello. welcome back to another episode of It's it View podcast. I cannot believe we are here, and by here I mean recording an episode talking about the end of 2023 and planning for 2024. If you are like me, you blinked and the year was gone. So I really wanted to use this episode to share with you a little bit of my process on what I'm doing at the end of the year here to reflect on 2023, kind of a year in review, a look back and then what I do to plan for 2024. And I'm sharing this because first of all, it's a great opportunity for you to look and see how does somebody else do this, for you to get an insight into me too, and just like open and honest and authentic and real. Like I always try and show up here for you in this space to share with you what were the fails, quote unquote, big fails from 2023. What were the wins and the lessons? And also where I'm headed next year, what my priorities are and cannot wait to take you along on that journey. And then also my intention is that in me sharing this, that you also find the pieces that are going to work for you. I think it is so important to take the time to review your year and set yourself up for success. Now, I think regardless of where you're at and what your goals are, and if you're somebody who likes to do it at the end of December. And start January with that. If you're somebody who wants to like just relax in December and you want to do your reflection in January, that's totally fine. I like to do it as we get towards the slowdown season in the end of December, so that I can start January really clear. And also if you're somebody wherever you're at in your career, in your business growth, whatever is aligned for you, that you can take pieces of this that's gonna help to set you up for success. I think it's really important because so many people just try and jump into the next thing, into the new year, this goals, what they don't want to do anymore, or all these things they want to do, and we don't take the time to sit and actually reflect on what didn't go well, what didn't work, what do I what did go well, like what Intentionally looking for those opportunities and also then what do you want to bring into 2024 and what do you want to leave behind? So I'm super excited for this and this is actually really timely because just yesterday So when I'm recording this, you know when I'm recording this episode just yesterday My team member Katie and I who I'm so grateful to have her on my team We sat down for a planning day where we took a whole day in my office here and we did pretty much what I'm going to share with you, but we did it in a whole day. I'm going to share it with you in a quick nutshell, quick hit tips here, but we really reflected on what went well in 2023 and planned our 2024 goals. And I am so incredibly excited to share those these with you and what you can take with you. Okay, so let's start with 2023 year in review. When I think of 2023, I think of the words that come to mind for me what and how I was showing up was hustle, totally transparently burnout. I kind of said, I kind of jokingly say, but also with sincerity say, I feel like I had little mini burnouts throughout the whole year. It was a really big growth year for me in my business, especially the last you know six seven months of the year. We had a lot of opportunities, and so grateful for those. And also when you're constantly running on like those full cylinders, it's really hard to fully take care of yourself. So we'll talk about that. When I think of the year though, I think of hustle. I think of those little mini burnouts. I think of expansion. I think of, you know, for me, it was really about trying new things and it was stepping into this next level. Sometimes doing it well and sometimes not doing it well, right? So for me, my word of the year, I love picking a word of the year. I think, and when you pick a word of the year, if this is feels like something, I would challenge you to try this. When you pick a word of the year, it should be a word You don't just pick it and then at the end of the year you're like oh yeah i had this word for me when you pick a word of the year it's intentionally embodying that word each and every day so how i keep that top of mind is a lot of the times you know every single morning when i do my journaling i will write my word on the top when i think about as i'm planning out my goals i go is it aligned to the word that i'm picking for this year you know the word skyrocket was my word in 2022 and my word was simplify in 2023. Well, those two words have a very different intention. And those two words also have very different goals aligned to them, right? So the word that you're picking, you should then make sure that the goals and the vision that you're setting up for yourself for that year is aligned to that word that you're picking and the energy that you want to bring. So I write that word down. I, I make sure that my goals are in alignment with that word that I'm picking I check in on myself, you know, kind of quarterly and see how am I doing in alignment. So that's how I use the word of the year. When I pick it, I truly try and embody that word throughout the year. So my last couple years, let's see, 2021, my word of the year was embrace. And for me, that looked like really trying to embrace the process of, you know, being a year into running a business, embrace all the ups and downs. 2022, the word was skyrocket, which was I saw this immense growth opportunity for me and my business. And so I was like, how can I take this and really grow? And then that also led to, ooh, I feel like we tried a little too many things, which led to my word in 2023, which was simplify. And when I thought simplify for me, it was simplify. I did a whole episode on this. You can check out that episode around simplify, but it was simplifying all these different areas of my life, it was simplifying our house, it was simplifying my business, it was simplifying my processes, simplifying offerings, simplifying my just my life overall. And, you know, admittedly, I didn't really start embodying the word simplify until just the last couple months because especially when you're running a business like mine and you're multi-passionate entrepreneur, you've got your, you know, you got your uh, multiple different kind of things in the fire at the same time. And so I was really excited and energized with all these different things I was doing that it was hard to simplify when you have all that going on. And so while I wrote that word and I thought of it and it was top of mind throughout the year, I didn't really intentionally put the work into simplifying until the last couple of months. And that is what it is. And now that I have been, it has been feeling so great. So right some, some ways that I've done that is we actually brought someone into our house to help us organize and declutter our house, which has been feeling amazing also been handing more things off and delegating so even though i had done that you know in the corporate space when i started to get into those leadership roles and you start to kind of build a a team and start to delegate things or learn how to do that it was so much harder when i started my business and now i started bringing in team members to delegate because it's all me you know it was me my stuff my content my clients i knew it how how could I hand off what's in my head, right? So that was definitely a transition. But now that we you know we've gotten into the flow of that, that's definitely been something that I've been working on a lot more and being able to hand off those things. And so you know simplifying processes, getting new systems, some fine offerings, so really started to embody that. When I think of some fails, and I don't like to say fails I, I, I genuinely say that with a good intention and a good energy because I really don't think we fail. Like, I really genuinely do believe that they are lessons and opportunities. And without those quote-unquote failures, the times that things didn't go the way you want, we would not, have, we would not get where we want to go. We would not be strong enough. We wouldn't have the experience. We wouldn't have the knowledge. We wouldn't have the resilience. We know resilience is a huge thing I talk about when life knocks you down, like build you back up. So i really i when i say failures i say it in like a light-hearted sense to say that i, I really don't f- see them as failures but we're going to do fails wins and lessons because it's just easier right so <clears throat> when i think of what didn't go well in 2023 i mean first of all i always share with people like i'm actually totally okay with the word failure now i think before when i had this perfectionist tendency, I know I've talked about this if you're a high achieving perfectionist, the idea of failure feels like the worst thing in the world. And at that time, for me, failure was like somebody being disappointed or me not doing things perfectly, where everything worked out exactly how I thought it should and how everybody else thought it should, or not knowing the answer to something or something just not working out the way that I thought everybody wanted it to work out. To me that was a failure and it felt like it felt like the worst thing. Well, when you start running a business, when you start taking on higher level leadership roles, when you start having to be more of that strategic voice, you might be creating things from nothing. You might be coming up with innovative new programs. You might be suggesting things that have never been done in your business or your line of work. You might be being challenged to think completely outside the box. And you're going to have failures. You're going to have things that don't go well because you've never done it before. And so for me, my mindset really had to change around my idea of failure, especially when I started the business because I hadn't ever run a business before. I didn't know how to do things and I didn't know what, you know, people were going to want and what programs I wanted to run. And so for me, that was, that's just a big mindset. I want you to think about that too, wherever you're as just think about, well, how can you reframe that? Cause how do you expect yourself to know how to do everything? You've never done it before. And so I think of you know all the little failures that I had throughout the year would be things like launches that didn't go well. You know, I tried to launch certain programs that just didn't take off. I didn't get the enrollment that I wanted. And for me, I take those as then lessons to go, what can I do differently in my process? So I would change things during the year, and then I'm definitely changing for next year. Was like, did I get in front of enough people? Did I communicate it right? Did people understand the value of it? Did it feel aligned for me or was it something I was just offering because I thought that I should? So when I think of those many failures, it would be things like you know, launches that didn't go well. It would be you know, not really living into my word simplify until the second half of the year. Kind of just staying with that hustle mindset of I need to do more, I need to do more, and not taking the time. And then I think for me, one of the biggest failures and opportunities, lessons for next year is being more intentional with my time and with my energy because this is just part of how I have always been. It doesn't mean it has to be true for me moving forward, but if you're like me, you are constantly battling against yourself of those high achieving tendencies. And so I did not show up as, you know, in the flow and peaceful and things that I wanted to this year because I had so many different things in the fire at once. And so I go, you know, I've obviously been open and sharing with my health journey and, you know, the last couple months of the year when things were really busy, starting to notice, you know, symptoms come up or just different health things come up that are little signals to yourself. You know, you get little aches and pains, you get fatigue, you get whatever it might be for me. I know what those are because I do have these health issues that arise. It's like, ooh, that's a signal that your body's telling you something needs to shift. And so that is a big lesson and opportunity for me to go, how can I make sure that I'm taking care of myself? And I want you to think about in 2023, how are you taking care of yourself? And if you weren't, how can you do a better job of that in 2024? Because you are the thing that matters the most. Your health is the thing that matters the most, more than anything else. More than anything else. More than your kids. More than your spouse. More than your work. and I say that because you cannot show up to any of those roles if you don't have your health. You cannot show up for your kids. You cannot show up for your spouse. You cannot show up for your friends, your family, your work if you haven't taken care of yourself. And I have to continually remind myself of that when I felt like oh how do I serve all of my clients and how do I serve my family and my friends and okay I'm going to sacrifice the things that I know that I should be doing and I actually heard that a lot this year from my network, from clients that I had, and so I really want to challenge you to think of if that was also you this year, which a lot of people were feeling that because we're all being challenged to do more with less and all of that, what do you need to do in 2024 so that you are still the priority? So for me, that was a fail and a lesson at the same time. I also had some huge wins this year I grew my business, I hit numbers in my business that I had set as goals last year and to be able to celebrate that I hit those goals. I had huge wins, I had amazing clients that I got to work, got to work with. I ran successful rounds of my speaker academy which is my program for helping people to grow their business using speaking. And become better speakers in their businesses particularly, so we were in multiple rounds of that that were really successful. I had amazing executive clients and partnerships and things with corporate companies hiring me for speaking for leadership development for coaching clients. I had huge wins when it came to You know, there were some months throughout the year that I just, everything was in the flow and I felt healthy and vibrant and I felt like all the pieces were flowing. A huge win was having our team member on board and starting to delegate more and more so that I could be open to some more of those strategic conversations and showing up and doing the work that here I'm called to do. A huge win was this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. It has been so much fun. I'm so excited to continue this into next year. And... Yeah, I would say, and then, you know, another win I reflect on, I always like to reflect on what are those, like, personal and professional wins, and we just, we had so much fun as a family this year. We had, we took some great trips. I had amazing trips this year. So grateful for the trips I got to take. We got, we had a lot of fun, the family things. So when you're thinking of your year in review, I challenge you to think of it as, like, you are a whole person. So, for me, they're really integrated, but if you want to think of them as like, what were my wins in my family or my friends or my personal life, and what were my wins in my professional life? And I really challenge you to do it from the lens of curiosity and growth and opportunity versus from the place of shame and guilt and regret. Doing it from the place of curiosity and growth and opportunity, not from the place of shame and guilt and regret. Those do hold very different energies and the thing is is that we can't go back. We can't change the past. What we can do is we can use it as an opportunity to look into next year. So then what I'm doing to plan for 2024 and hopefully you take the time because here's the thing, if you don't plan for it, then if you don't set the vision of what you want the year to look like and actually create the plan, then you're going to get six months, nine months to the end of the year and you're going to go, I didn't achieve what I wanted what I had in my head because you didn't create the plan So for me, it's setting the vision of what do I want this year to look like and I do vision setting I have a whole podcast episode on vision setting with a free download and resource. So be sure to check that out We can also attach it um, in this episode as well So that you have this going into next year but setting your vision of what do you want? 2024 to look like and when I set the vision I set tangible things Like what are the goals and the things I want to achieve? And then it's also how do I want to feel? So some questions that I have in the prompt for you. And again, you can pause this and get the download. So you have the resource as well as you're getting ready for the new year. But it's what do you want 2024 to look like? Who do you want to be? How do you want to be showing up? How much money do you want to be making? What role or position or work do you want to be doing? Who do you want to be surrounded with? Uh, How much fun are you having? What are you trying? So it's really these questions where you've got... Tangible things like maybe it's I want to make this much or I want to get this position or I want to get this certification But then it's also the energy and the intention through which You want to be doing that So I want to be in the flow and I want to be having fun and I want to be showing up confident, right? So you've got the both things so it's creating the vision That's one of the first things that I do is I create the vision I started doing that work of really painting the picture of what do I want? 2024 to look like and along with that is the specific goals then Okay, so if I want 2024 to look and feel like this where I'm confident and excited and I'm stepping into my CEO mindset and I'm, you know, growing and expanding what I what I offer and I'm growing a team and I'm feeling excited and I'm making this much money and I'm taking this many vacations, right? You can feel the energy. Okay, now the next step is what are the specific goals that are going to help me to achieve that vision? Right? So what are the specific goals? That's where you get specific and that's where you go. Okay, I want to make this amount. I want to get this certification by this date. I want to join this class. Uh, I want to try this new thing. I want to book a vacation here. Right? So it's the more of those specific things that you can do. So that's one of the work that I was doing yesterday as I was going, what are the specific goals if I want my income you know, to be here, if I want to make the revenue to be this much, how many one-on-one clients do I have? How many corporate contracts do I have? How much speaking am I So We start to lay it out and the same thing with the fun. If I say, you know, I want to have more fun next year. It's like, what would that look like? Maybe it's joining a dance class. Maybe it's, you know, trying something different. So you start to write down and break down those goals. Admittedly, I don't have my word yet for 2024. So if you have your word, I would love if you would send me a message and let me know. I love to see what other people are bringing in for 2024, what their intention is for the year. I just love to see it and what people are focusing on. I'm still working on my word. I've been writing it out. I've been kind of, as I do my vision and my goals, I think, what is the intention that I really wanna embody in 2024? And I'm trying to find my word. So please send me a message let me know what you're doing or even share this episode and tag me because I would love to see what you're doing. So I'm still working on my word. I will get back to you on another episode of what word I pick for the year. But that's definitely a big part of my process. So we've got reflecting on 2023. What do I want to bring with me into 2024? And what do I want to leave behind? Maybe that's You know judgment maybe for you you want to leave behind doubt. Maybe you want to leave behind fear Maybe you want to leave behind guilt Like what is it that you don't want to bring with you into 2024? Because it's not going to help you get to The goals you have but it's also not going to help you be the person you want to be in 2024 So I've got my vision. I'm doing my goals. I'm going to be picking out my word Um, Part of that vision is that intention like how do I want to be showing up and then for the fun part Uh, I actually did have someone ask me this too, what I use, Uh, what I use, so if you're watching the video here, I actually have a, I'm holding it up for you, for those of you who are listening in, my planner, so I have been using the, it's called the Day Designer, it's pretty big, so that's the only thing, is I'm obsessed with this, I use it every day, I bring it with me, I often travel with it, but it is kind of big, so that's kind of a pain, you know, but I, I still love it. So it's called the Day Designer. I get mine from Target, but you can order them online because then you have more color options too. So the Day Designer, and this is the Strategic Planner and Daily Agenda. So when I start planning out my year, I always use this. So I already bought mine for 2024, I made sure I got it. And what's really cool about this, this is not a partnership. I get nothing from this, but I just know people have asked me, what do I use? What's really cool about this planner, it actually has spots in the beginning where you do what I just t- said that I usually do. So it's like start with the big picture, you get to write out your big picture, you get to set specific goals and categories like personal goals, financial goals, work career goals. So it actually helps you do a lot of this process. Then you can design your days, like what do you want your days to look like? Um, and then what I just love is it's got you know a full big calendar for each month and then each specific day that it has, in between. One of the things I love the most is it has the day. It has the day and then it has like your top three things for the day and then it has your to-do list and then notes and on the bottom it has gratitude. So this is what I use when I am planning. So like on a Word document I'll sit down and I'll start the process where I'll do my vision and I'll set my goals and then I will move it into my day designer. So it's a little more organized. That along with start today journal which i'll be honest i don't know if they even sell anymore i've been using it for years i've talked about how i do my gratitude in the morning and my my visioning and i use that notebook so it was from rachel hollis with the start today they might be bringing it back i have a couple stockpiled and i love it so those are the two things that i use every single day especially for my goal planning and what i do in that notebook is you get clear on the visions that you have and you write those down and you bring it you break it down into 10. So every day I write down five things I'm grateful for and 10 dreams as if they've already happened. Those are the two tools that I use the most. I like to keep it old school and write in, you know, you might be someone who has a recommendation on a, like a digital version of this. And if you do send me a message cause I'd love to be able to share that with people as well. But I like to write, I like to handwrite good old fashioned handwriting and uh, I have fun with that. So those are the tools that I use for planning. And let's see here. I think those were some of the big things I wanted to hit on for you is, first of all, just give you an insight. So when I think of 2024 personally to share with you, you know, as my community, I hope you come along with me on the journey and stay tuned. We're gonna continue showing up on this podcast for you. We're gonna continue having these quick hits. Today's was a little bit longer so that I could share this process with you, but we're gonna have these quick hit episodes Where we share with you, you know, my insights, what's going on for me, tips, tricks, stories, all the things. We're going to continue having amazing guests on that are all helping you step into your next level of your potential. And make sure you check out the episodes that maybe you might have missed throughout this year. And my big priorities for next year is continue to expand. I'm stepping more into that CEO level mindset and role in my business, delegating more, bringing on team members to support us. Next year, we're really looking to do even more speaking and even more corporate work and leadership developments. And so if this is something that you're interested in talking to me about, you know, we do trainings and speaking on communication, we do them on leadership development, we use energy leadership assessment to offer these, so we're going to be having a lot more focus and partnerships around that. We're also going to continue to offer some one-on-one executive and high performance coaching, bringing on other team members as well. So that's going to be exciting change coming up next year is really expanding the business into other support. So stay tuned and more to come. And we're going to continue expanding and growing into our Speaker Academy and all of the great results that we've gotten in helping people to build their businesses using speaking. Those are our priorities for next year and I'm so excited to take you along on the journey. I just want to thank you again for being with me and showing up and I would mean the world to me if you took the time to leave a review a lot. I didn't know this about podcasts when I listened to other people's, but in order to actually get them in front of other people, in order for these to, for us to get more and bigger guests on the episodes and for this to get out to more people, those ratings and reviews mean so much. And I have now learned that of being a podcast host that now I'm like, oh I need to go do that for more people because I didn't even realize. So it would mean the world to me that if you listen to this, you know, if you listen to this show and you love what I offer and you, you know, are, are like, to, like to support, it would mean the world if you would just quick either on Apple Podcasts if you listen on that is a great one to do it on. Quick drop a rating and a quick little review about what you love about the podcast and then let me know because I would love to say thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope that you have fun, have fun with this process, reflect on 2023, let go of any of the things that didn't go well because let me tell you so much didn't go right in 2023, but so much did like so much did and I want you to think about what are the things that went well and what do you wanna bring into 2024? And then set yourself up for success because you know that one of my driving missions and forces is to help people realize what they are capable of. And I know that you are capable of so much. All right, remember that it starts with you and I hope that you have an amazing start to the new year. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review, shared it with someone else that could use this message, or post it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you and get to know you as part of my community. I am so grateful for you. Remember, you've got this. See you next time.